1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
2: Hey, good afternoon, everybody. We've got a busy, busy rest of the Monday. We got the Kings and the Cavs. De'Aaron Fox has been upgraded to questionable. I, I got to believe he's going to play. He went through a full practice, full participant at shoot around this morning. And knowing Fox, uh, if he's questionable, I got to believe he's going to play. We'll see. Uh, game time coming up. Uh, in about two hours, pregame, halftime with Jerry Reynolds, and postgame all on YouTube. So I'm looking very much uh, forward to that. We got Monday Night Football tonight with Denver and Buffalo. 49ers, boy, how good did they look yesterday. Men against boys in Jacksonville, uh, 34-3. to No contest at all. Big difference when you have Debo Samuel on the field, Trent Williams, and boy, I got to tell you, Chase Young on the same field with uh, Nick Bosa. Wow, that looks like... Uh, <laughs> That, that, that could be something if the 49ers stay healthy uh, for the rest of the way. I just had a show on YouTube with Sean Salisbury uh, talking about C.J. Stroud. He thinks that C.J. Stroud is one of the leading MVP candidates right now. I, I can't really disagree with that based on what the rookie has done. But regardless of whether he's an MVP candidate or not, I think he's the top story this year uh, in the NFL. What he has done and the fact that the Texans – are five and four through nine games is absolutely remarkable. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. All right, you know the routine. If you want to get in on the program, raise your hand, and we will put you right on. Don't forget, Ryan is going to have uh, the watch party on Pro Sports Fans. So you can join Ryan for the watch party. That begins shortly after uh, 7 o'clock. And then Ryan will also have the pregame at 630 on YouTube. Then we will have the halftime show with Jerry Reynolds, and then we'll wrap up the Kings and the Cavs on YouTube uh, if you don't like that. Really appreciate all the folks that have been uh, joining us for the uh, post game shows, the halftime shows, the pre game shows over on YouTube. Really appreciate it if you uh, want to subscribe. That way, you'll get notified of whenever we do a show. Just go to my YouTube channel if you don't like that with Grant Napier. Hit the subscribe button and uh, you'll know whenever we're going to be doing shows. But we've got uh, action-packed Monday. Boy, enough going on for you or what? Yeah, I'd say so. So what do you want to talk about today? You want to talk about uh, football? You want to talk about uh, the Kings who will try to beat uh, the Cavaliers who are coming off a win against the Warriors. They swept the Warriors. uh, How about that? They've already played Golden State twice and they have beat them twice. Safe to say the uh, James Harden move in L.A. not working very well. They are 0-4 since acquiring James Harden, and I personally could not be happier. I think it's great. I am not a James Harden fan. I think he's uh, everything that's bad with the N- or the NBA. Uh, James Harden is a prime example, number one. I mean, he is the prime example. All right? He's right up there. So, I'm, personally, I personally have no issues with it at all. Speaking of Teams that are not playing well or playing well. How about the Minnesota Timberwolves, who have won five in a row? They're now seven and two in the West. How about the Houston Rockets? Wow. That's right. The Houston Rockets are six and three. And I was telling Ryan this a little while ago over on YouTube. And again, I know it's still very early in the season think about all the teams that are currently ahead of the uh, ahead of the kings in the standings that were below them in the standings last year dallas 8 and 2 minnesota 7 and 2 houston 6 and 3 oklahoma city 6 and 4 golden state 6 and 5 the lakers are 5 and 5 the kings are 4 and 4 pretty interesting huh memphis they're finding that life without john morant steven adams is not pleasant they can see them all in the West at two and eight. I think you can cross them off your list. I don't see even Morant coming back. I don't, I don't think they have the makeup without uh, Stephen Adams. And uh, the Clippers are three and six. But the Kings tonight uh, taking on a, a Cavaliers team that, you know, exactly record-wise, they're not that good. I mean, they're four and five. And they are, I, I thought they would be better, to be honest with you. You know, but they played well on the road. They are 3-2 and two, uh, on the road. So we'll see what happens tonight. But I, I like this matchup for Sacramento. And, again, I, I just have a feeling that uh, De'Aaron Fox is going to be playing. All right, I need a leadoff person who wants to lead it off here. Don't forget Ryan in Sacktown with the pregame show over on YouTube at 630 and then the uh, watch party on Pro Sports Fans uh, beginning at uh, 7 o'clock. So we got it all covered for you with the Kings uh, and the Cavs. I'm going to be keeping an eye also on Monday Night Football with the real Buffalo Bills. Please take a step forward. I I can't figure out this team. I really can't. Good one week, not good the next week. Get upset. You know, take a team like the Miami Dolphins and run a rough shot over them. Then the following week, it looks like they've never been on the field before. I don't have a good read on this team. I just don't. I don't have a good read at all on the Bills. I think they're too inconsistent, all right, to really be a legitimate threat in the AFC. Just too inconsistent. You know, when you look at that division right now, Miami is six and three, Buffalo at five and four. The Jets are going nowhere. They're four and five, and New England's out of it at two and eight. But you look at Buffalo, they can still win the division. They've already beat Miami. But they got to win tonight uh, to go to six and four. You know, in the uh, AFC South, Jacksonville got destroyed yesterday. Is a game up on Houston? Houston's five and four. Jacksonville is six and three. And then uh, I think the Raiders are going to find that life is not as good as it may have appeared against two horrible teams in back-to-back weeks with the Giants and the Jets. They have at Miami and Kansas City coming up in the next two weeks. So uh, we'll find out a, a lot about them. Philly in the NFC East, eight up and one down. How about those Lions with that win yesterday against the Chargers on a last second field goal? They're seven and two with uh, a two game cushion in the loss column over Minnesota. And then the NFC South is completely up for grabs with the exception of Carolina. You got New Orleans at five and five, Tampa Bay and Atlanta with uh, four wins each. Tampa four and five Atlanta four and six and even though San Francisco and Seattle are tied at six and three I can't see Seattle finishing head of San Francisco I I'd, I'd be shocked I'd be shocked they're, they're not going to do it barring injuries which I can't forecast injuries any more than you can but I'm looking at those teams and I don't see it now they do play twice as a matter of fact the first game is coming up Uh, In two weeks, on the uh, 24th, I believe that game is in Seattle. And then, I think two weeks later, on December 11th, uh, they're in Santa Clara. So those obviously will decide uh, the division. But, I I mean, Seattle's good. I get that. They're not San Francisco good. I I just don't see that happening. Niners, by the way, Tampa at Seattle, and then the game that everyone's really looking at, at Philadelphia. You know, I hope the Eagles and the Niners are healthy for that game coming up on the third. All right? I think I said the game in uh, Seattle was on the 24th. I think it's the 23rd. But the point I'm trying to make is these games coming up are going to be dandies. Absolute dandies. All right, I need a leadoff person who wants to get the show rolling. We can talk NFL. We can talk Kings. We can talk hard in the NBA. We can talk college football. Uh, it is completely up to you. All right. We'll go as long as you want. As long as I have calls, I'll stay on and I'll start it off today with Dorian. Dorian, how are you? It's great to have you on the show.
0: Great. Grant, I'm doing so awesome, man. How, how's everyone doing? How are you doing today, today Grant? I'm good, buddy. Thank you. I love that, bro. hope you had a really great weekend. Grant, I just have a, a simple observation. I've had the last you know, couple of games of watching the games. Um, I got to go to the uh, OKC game in person. That was really cool. And then obviously opening night. But do you think the Kings are passing up too many uh, shots from what I've seen? I feel like there's a lot of ball movement, which is great. But I've heard a couple of times just through the mic, even just watching the, pers- uh, the game um, at home, is a couple of times I've heard shoot the ball. And do you think, I, I don't know if, if everyone's watching the same game that I am, but I feel like there's been a lot of shots that have not been taken because of the fact that maybe some of the players don't want to get pulled from the game. What Do you, do you have any thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I, I see a team that's not very confident. Uh-huh. that's what I see I, I see there are too many guys that are not confident with their shot right now. One's Kevin Herter, Harrison Barnes uh, you know I, I, the, there are too many guys right now that don't look confident shooting the basketball and I think that's part of it you know yeah. um, and once and it, it's a, it's a matter of time before everyone starts clicking and when they do this team will score one hundred and thirty every night 100%. but right now there are too many there are too many players that are just not confident with their shot and I think that's the reason. For that, I don't think it's because they're worried about being taken out of the game. As a matter of fact, Mike Brown has shown that he'll take guys out of the game for not shooting. I I just think there are too many guys right now that don't really feel uh, or don't look that confident. Now, you know, the game you're referring to, you were at, it was good to see Kevin Herter, you know, look more like himself. So let's see if that carries over to tonight's game.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I think I believe at, at around this time last year, I think the Kings got their very first big win against the same or a similar Cavaliers team. Um, I think we were talking about it on your on your postgame show, either on listen app or YouTube, but uh this time last year, the Kings, you know, this was their first big win against the Cavaliers. You know, they were the Cavaliers were rolling at the time. I don't know what their it looks like their records four and five right now. But um, do you think with Mike Brown's philosophy in regards to like the, he wants them to be a a defensive team? And this obviously this team is clearly an offensive team. Do you think that's that's somewhat Hurting the team at all, or or do you think it's because I I feel like he's trying to give the Kings a, a different identity than what they really are.
2: Well, Mike Brown can you know want a defensive team all he wants. This team's not ever going to be a defensive team. But when I mean ever, I'm talking about the players that are currently on the team. They're sure. just not. Mike Brown can preach defense all he wants. The reality is the way the Kings are going to win is the same way they won last year. And that's outscoring teams because they are playing at a blistering offensive pace, not because they can stop anybody. This team's already proven this year that... They're they're not that good defensively again. Now I know that the scores have been a lot lower this year than last year, but that's because the Aaron Fox is not on the floor. Yeah. This team defensively still cannot prevent dribble drives. There is just too many uh, dribble drives down low. They're not that good. This team's just not a good defensive team. So uh, you know I I understand Mike Brown. I understand what he's trying to preach, but in my opinion, when I look at this team, once they all collectively are on their games at the same time it would be the equivalent dorian of a baseball team where everyone's hitting well one through nine sure and they're putting up big numbers on the board so i, I expect the same thing from sacramento it's only a matter of time and a fox plays tonight maybe it will be tonight i think he makes a big difference
0: yeah, I hope so. It'll be interesting to see with Fox and Lyles coming back in the lineup how everyone's minutes are distributed. I called in last week, Grant, and talked a little bit about Sabonis and how I didn't really like how he wasn't being so aggressive. In the last two games, I, I felt like like we're watching the, the All Stars Sabonis that we're accustomed to seeing. Yep. you know, Chet Holmgren's like what 140 pounds, maybe with the, with a wet t shirt. So it was nice <laughs> to see him back him down and. And, uh, you know, just dominate. I, you know, I, I think he's 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 so capable of doing that. And I hope that he continues to develop a, a low post game because, man, this is the all star that uh, that we all love to see.
2: Yep. You know, you mentioned Trey Lyles. I don't know when he's coming back. I don't think it's, you know, close based on, you know, what, what we're hearing with the update. So I, I don't know when you can count on Trey Lyles, but I expect Fox to play tonight. I think being upgraded to questionable is a very positive sign.
0: Yeah, totally, Grant. And thanks so much for all the Kings content. And uh, the PSF uh, app is really cool, so that's really cool that uh, that we're doing that. So I appreciate you guys. Hope everyone's having a great day. Go Kings. Thank you, Grant.
2: Thank you, Dorian. Good hearing from you. Good leadoff, man. And, uh, again, if you want to follow him up, just raise your hand, uh, and we will put you right on. Yep. Brian's got that covered tonight on Pro Sports Fans. And then he's also got the pregame show on YouTube. Uh, We will be doing – show uh, as well over on youtube if you don't like that so here we go sacramento off to a bad start you know they have now won a couple of games and they have a chance to go above 500 again all right so slowly but surely you know we talked about last year getting behind the eight ball and 0 four start this year's got a different feel to it because of all the injuries you know, namely Fox and, of course, no Lyles. But a win here would make it three games in a row, and it would put you at five and four. You know, again, Cleveland is only four and five, but they have played well on the road, you know, at three wins and two losses. And they've got, you know, a premier player in Donovan Mitchell. All right? We know that. Darius Garland, Max Strus, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen. So Garland, Mitchell, with Strus, Mobley, and Allen up front, and there they can present some problems, especially Jared Allen at center. Keep an eye on that matchup, and you know Mitchell. We saw that against uh, the Warriors. You know he's got the ability to have those big time games because he's a big time player. So anyway, Kings and Cavs tonight. We'll see if the Kings can get their third win in a row and go to uh, above 500 at five up and four down. Now, when you look at this stretch for Sacramento, which has already, again, gotten off to a very good start on this homestand after the two losses to Houston, of course, it was a three-game road trip where they lost all three. But now – you know you win here, you go to five and four, and then coming in next, you have the or you you go to the Lakers rather, and then you get your first look at Victor the dispersed. So the, another reason why this game is so critical tonight, let me give you the stretch of games coming up, all right? At the Lakers, at San Antonio, at Dallas. Two games at New Orleans and at Minnesota. So, there, you know, you, you better be ready to roll beginning Wednesday at the Lakers. All right? Day off Spurs, day off Dallas. Next night, New Orleans, day off New Orleans, day off Minnesota. Oh, and guess who's waiting for you when you come back home? That's right, Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. So that, I think this is a really big game tonight, especially since the Kings have not fared that well on the road early on in this season. All right. All right. Who wants to be next? Raise your hand. We'll put you right up and we'll get you going before Monday night football before the Kings game right here on listen app. All right. Who wants to be my next call? I know you want to talk. So you talk. I'll talk with you. If not, I'm going to wrap up the show and get ready for uh, everything else going on. So it's up to you. I'll stay on for, you know, 10 hours if we get enough calls. But if not, then I'm going to wrap up the show and get ready for my other show. So it's completely up to you. we got a lot to talk about with the NFL, with the Kings, with uh, college football. I mean, this is the time of the year. All right? So let's not waste time. Let's get to John. Hello, John. How are you?
1: I'm doing all like right, How on? are you doing? Good buddy, I'm doing all right. How are you, Grant? Can you hear me? Yep. Go ahead. All right. Well, college football was fun watching Michigan pull out that victory last week. That was pretty fun. And I, I mean, I know Michigan is a very, very good team. I mean, I think of them Ohio State and Georgia, nobody would question any of those three teams. And the way Michigan, yeah,
2: you know, we'll see that. There, there, there's gonna it, it. It's gonna be very interesting to see how this all uh, plays out. Because you know Alabama has gotten themselves in the mix. And if they were uh-huh. to play Georgia in the SEC championship game and beat them, that would really throw a wrench into everything. But you're right, Ohio State, Michigan, you know, we talk about Georgia, you know, Florida State, But Florida yeah. State's schedule is in their conference could be their real bugaboo. If they run the table, they may not get into the college football playoff. But I agree with you on Michigan. I still don't think they're gonna beat a Georgia. I just don't, but you know, they're they're pretty physical. They look pretty darn good, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, and another thing, I don't think Georgia is quite the juggernaut they've been in the last couple of years, but they're still obviously a great team, well coached with a bunch of bunch of good players. So that's I mean, and like you just like you said, Bama, I mean, they had a slow start, but they're starting to put things together right now. So that man, this is gonna be a pretty fun playoffs. Pretty fun playoffs. And, uh, yep, it, it sure is. It's going like a great November. Up. Yeah, it looks like yep. it's shaping up like that. And, um, man, we could talk some NFL, but we don't really need to talk Giants and Cowboys because we know the Dallas' defense is good, but we know the Giants, they're just struggling. They are just struggling. So, I mean, you could look at that game and think, oh, wow, Dallas almost scored 50. But come on, any other team, you know, we're looking at 25 or 30. I hate to say it about your Giants, but you know as well as I do that, man. Oh, they, yeah, they're the, it, they're,
2: they're the worst team in football. and They're the worst team in football, and as far as Dallas goes, I mean, you know, they had just lost the previous week to Philly. By the way, for the college yeah. football fans out there, I'm not forgetting about Washington, who's undefeated. I'm very well aware of That's what's going on. You know, and if Washington, you know, runs the table and wins, you know, their conference tournament, it's going to be very interesting because I think Washington would get in over Florida state, uh, based on their schedule, but we're jumping around here back to the uh, Cowboys. I mean, they're a good team. I think they're good. I, I don't think they would win a game against Philadelphia in Philly or against San Francisco, but you know, that's why you play the games for
1: I was just going to say it. That's what we always say. That's why we play the games, you know, I mean, coaching is one thing and then the scouting and adjustments they are, it's it's a whole thing that you know you and I and everybody could we could look at but we're not you know we're not on the field and we're not looking at everything exactly like everybody else it's it's shaping up to be pretty fun it's shaping up to be pretty fun and as for the Kings tonight I think they're going to play well again I think they're going to play well I think they're going to beat the Cavs and Grant I uh got to apologize I don't know what the heck happened I'm glad that I got on the the app the other night but something happened and I could not close out of it so I just tried to keep I oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You don't yeah. have to
2: apologize. Don't
1: cool. worry about it. Cool. Well, you know, you know, I just I don't want to screw up your guys as a your mojo and everything and hey, having Sean come on and talk about you and Ryan doing that and kicking ass on uh on his app that was great to hear too, man. That was great to hear. So I'm going to try and hop back on tonight and hopefully I could get the bugs worked out. And if not, I'm going to try and keep my mouth shut and <laughs> let you guys do your thing. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: you're the best. You're the best. You take but, care, hey, buddy. Oh, Thanks for your support.
1: Well, hey, Grant, that was a ton of fun. I'm glad that all these apps, I mean, I said a few years ago when you started this, I said you're revolutionizing the podcast industry. Well, everybody is now. And you're You're one of the best, man. You and Sean and Ryan. Can't thank you enough, man. Talk to you later. Thank you. Appreciate
2: it. I appreciate the support. I sure as hell I'm not revolutionary, revolutionizing the uh, podcast industry. I can assure you of that, but I appreciate your support. All right, let's get to Jerry. Hello, Jerry. Hey, Grant. How are you, sir? I'm good, buddy. What's up?
3: Hey, Grant. You know, got a few things here for you. Um, just how good are the Dallas Cowboys? You know, granted, they beat the Giants, Grant, but last week uh, they should have beat Philadelphia. Um, is this just a fluke or are they just that good?
2: I don't know. Did you watch them play San Francisco earlier in the season? Yes, I did. But uh, okay, what what happened that What happened in that game?
3: <laughs> they got their butts kicked, Grant.
2: Okay, so their two biggest games that they played this year, okay, their two biggest games that they played this year. Albeit they've been on the road, they got Philadelphia coming up at home, but they they lost. Okay, uh, they've had a very very easy schedule that has included two games with the Giants, and they've also played the Jets without Aaron Rodgers, okay? They have Washington that's in their division. They have a very easy schedule, but when they played tough teams, namely at San Francisco, okay, and at Philadelphia, they're 0-2. So you gotta go out on the road, and in my opinion, you know, beat a quality team before I'm willing to anoint you as anything special. Think about, their their they lost to Arizona, not a good team, all right? They played New England, horrible team. They played the Giants, horrible team. They played the Jets, horrible team. They played the Giants again, horrible team. They played the Rams, bad team. Wouldn't call them horrible, I'd call them bad. They probably had the easiest schedule in the NFL, and their two games that were signature-type games, at San Francisco, they lost forty-two to ten. And at Philadelphia, they lost twenty-day twenty-three. Their good win this year, they won at the Chargers back in October. I can't remember the date, middle of October. They won a low scoring game twenty to seventeen. All right. Then they got an easy game this week at Carolina, easy game the following week, Washington. Then here comes now listen to this schedule. All right. This is where we're gonna find out everything about the Cowboys. Seattle. Okay. Philadelphia, at Buffalo, at Miami, home Detroit. All right, that five-game stretch, <laughs> we're going to learn everything we need to know about the Cowboys. Uh,
3: Grant, let me ask you this uh, about the Houston Rockets. Are we talking about an up-and-coming team? I know, granted, it's only nine games, Grant, but, uh, you know, it just got done beating the Denver Denver Nuggets. Uh, can we say that they are for real?
2: No, we can't say that. They beat the Denver Nuggets, who's without their all-star point guard in Jamal Murray. So that's a big difference when you don't have your quarterback of your team. Uh, I'd say they're good right now. Am I ready to anoint them as that team that you just chronicled? No, not yet. I need to see more. But so far, so good. I give them a lot of credit.
3: And, Grant, uh, just a couple days ago on your rant, you said that uh, watch out for the San Antonio Spurs. There were three and two. They've lost the last couple games. Um, So... How do you see San Antonio playing out this year, Grant?
2: They're going to be up and down because they have a very young rookie who's going to go through stages where he's great and he's going to go through stages where he's not so good. So when Victor Reminyama is playing at a very high level, they're going to win games. And when he's not, they're going to lose games. So when I, said, when I when I said watch out for the Spurs, what I meant by that is don't think that just because you're playing the Spurs, you're going to have an easy game. Because you're not going to have an easy game because if you get a game where victor Wembanyama is going he's going to give you fits
3: right and grant let me ask you uh with the 49ers now um you know what did you expect that yesterday the way they went in there and just no. manhandled those guys
2: no nobody expected that i picked in the win but i didn't expect them to win 34-3 to and hold jacksonville without a touchdown Nobody expected that, but you can see the difference when you have Debo Samuel on the field with Trent Williams, and now you put Chase Young on that D line along with Nick Bosa. You know this team's flat out scary. They're just scary, and you know they 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 could run the table right now. That's how good I think they are.
3: And you know, Grant, one thing yesterday uh, when uh, Coach Shanahan took everybody out, and I, granted, I know that Christian McCaffrey was trying to get the record, but would you would have known that, Grant, if you were the coach? I mean, you know what? Hey, you know, Absolutely. the game is a. OK.
2: All right. Uh, uh, not worth, it's not worth. Listen, it's not worth having Christian McCaffrey get hurt. It's just not. He's too valuable. Right. And, you know, rec- records are made to be. I, I don't I don't like tainted records, you know, like as a Giants fan, mm-hmm. you know, the, t- the time Brett Favre took a dive and Michael Strahan got the record breaking sack. I don't like mm-hmm. that. I, I, I like records that are earned. Not given. And so exactly. I don't have a problem at all with with Shanahan taking McCaffrey out of the game. I don't have a problem with that at all. And you and I both know that if he left him in and he had gotten hurt. We know what we would have been talking about today it would have been totally Grant. different.
3: No, Graham, but I was talking about at the very end of the game when the Niners were uh, they were driving and he put him back in to try to get the record. That's just me didn't, oh you record. know what I
2: didn't even see that I had turned the game off so nope. help me out here I turned the yeah. game off at the end of the third quarter so he put him back in to try to get the record I don't like yes. that I'm not a fan of that
3: yes, I'm not a did. fan of that at all Yep and I was just like oh my god if this man gets hurt really yeah but he he put him back in I didn't see that I thought he had taken
2: I thought he had taken everyone out I didn't realize he put nope. him back in trying to get nope. the record I don't like uh, I don't like that I don't like records that are tainted I don't like that that would have been to me uh I'm not a fan of that, and I also am not a fan of putting a guy onto the field, especially at that position where injuries are prominent. I, I would not, I, Jerry, I'm not a fan of that. I didn't even know that, so thanks for bringing that to my attention.
3: You're welcome, sir. And, Grant, thanks for taking my call. Grant, have a great rest of the show. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Jerry. Appreciate you as always. I, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that. You take everyone out. You're putting the reserves back in. Don't put your starter back in because they're trying to get a record. I am not a fan of that at all. All right, let's get to Patrick. Hello, Patrick.
3: How's it going, Grant? Good, Patrick. Uh, th- uh, Jerry's right. They did put him in the uh, game, like the last like five or six plays, to try to get him the uh, get the McCaffrey to score.
2: Yeah, I know he's right. I don't. I didn't say he wasn't right. I just, yeah. you know what, Patrick? I had turned the game off by then, and I wasn't even aware of that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Just to, just to tell you, but. Um, Yeah, I know. I know. uh, I agree with you. You know, I mean, Dallas may have played well against the Giants yesterday, but it it was more the Giants being
1: banned. Who cares?
3: Who cares?
2: Who cares? Seriously, Patrick, name me one team in the NFL this year, okay, other than maybe Arizona, who has not played well against the Giants this year. Everyone plays well against the Giants, okay? (laughs) How the Giants beat Washington is a mystery to me. The fact that the Cowboys... Kill the Giants means absolutely nothing. I just went over the Cowboys' schedule. They've they've had two, they've had three challenging games this year, at the Chargers, at the Niners, and at the Eagles. They got destroyed in San Francisco. They lost a divisional game in Philly, and they beat the Chargers, who were not that good. They're a 500 team by three points. I, the Cowboys, to me, haven't shown me anything this year.
3: Yeah. Well, at least at least the Jets got to see the uh, the red zone yesterday. <laughs> Giants couldn't get anywhere. You know, I mean, except for that one yeah. Patsy score in the second half. I mean, you know, it was just terrible. You know,
2: the Jets are a bad team, too. Offensively, they're putrid. two backers their defense is very formidable, but uh, they're a bad team. They're They're not going to win. They'll be lucky to win three more games this year.
1: Yeah,
3: well, that's being generous, I'll be honest with you, as long as Ryan's there. I mean, not Ryan, I'm sorry, as long as Zach's there. You know what I'm saying? Zach Wilson, yep. Yes, yes. All right. Hey, well, have a good night, Grant. Thank you.
2: Hey, thank you, Patrick. You have a good night, too. Yeah, I mean, there's just no way the Jets are winning many games with that offense. It's horrible. It's horrible. Just not happening. You know, and this talk about Aaron Rodgers coming back, that's asinine. He's not coming back. He'll come back next year. He's not coming back this year. I mean, we really think Aaron Rodgers is coming back from a torn Achilles that was suffered in September and he's going to play. He's not coming back. I I don't understand why people are trying to rationalize or they, they think that he's coming back. He's 40 years old. He's coming back from an Achilles. And I don't care what type of medical procedure he had. He's not coming back this year, okay? Did you see him walk across the field does this guy to you look like he's even remotely close to playing football? I mean, what are people talking about? It's November 13th for crying out loud. And here's something else. If by some miraculous chance that he could play, there would be no reason to have him play because the Jets are going to be out of the playoff race. He's not coming back, come back next year, not, not playing this year. And I don't know why all the talk is, gee, Aaron Rodgers is coming back this year. No, he's not coming back. Okay? He's not coming back. Medically, he's not coming back. And, and second of all, it makes zero sense to have him come back. Not happening. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls if you want before I wrap up the show. If not, I will wrap up the show. Don't forget... Ryan will have the uh, pregame show over on YouTube, then uh, on Pro Sports Fans at 7. Jerry Reynolds, halftime, and then postgame show, uh, the Kings and the Cavs. And while that's going on, we've got Monday Night Football with the Broncos and the Bills. So we got it all covered right here. And tomorrow, I'll probably be back on YouTube to do my open forum show. We'll see how tonight goes. We'll see what kind of game we have, and then uh, that will dictate. But love doing the uh, shows over on YouTube. A lot of fun, and uh, pass the word along. And if you have not yet subscribed to my YouTube channel, if you don't like that with Great Napier, do so. That way you'll always know when we are going to be doing shows. All right, don't forget Jerry Reynolds, Wednesday at 4 o'clock. So Jerry joins me every Wednesday at 4 o'clock as well over on my YouTube channel Mondays. If you did not see it, you can go back and Watch it on the YouTube channel at your leisure. I also put the show on my podcast platform, so it's an audio format, uh, the show that I did today with uh, Sean Salisbury. All right, you enjoy your Monday. Look forward to talking to you in a little bit over on YouTube. Thanks so much for joining me right here on a very busy Monday on Listen Out. Bye-bye.